0: Welcome back to can Columbo and Katie on 90, one but News Talk STL. Great information live from the ground there in Iowa from Karen Fessler in that last segment. Uh, again, if you want to make sure that you never miss anything, all the great conversations that we have here on Columbo and Katie, make sure you are subscribed to our podcast. The perfect New Year's resolution we put the show as a pod, out as a podcast right after we get off the air every day and uh, on all every podcast platform. So whatever your favorite platform is, just make sure you are subscribed to Columbo and Katie, and you'll never miss any of the great conversations that we have with big names like the Secretary of State of the State of Missouri, Jay Ashcroft, who is on the line with us now. Uh, Mr. Secretary, really appreciate your time this afternoon, as always. Um...
1: Anything going on with you yeah. recently? <laughs> no, nothing going on, not at all. Just trying to move Missouri forward and uh, fighting the forces of evil to do that. Yeah, thanks for having me on.
0: Oh, you bet, as as always. And uh, first, let me just say that I am uh, very happy to have uh, to know that. Uh, after what happened to you and your family uh, over the weekend uh, with the swatting incident, that everybody is okay. That, um, I don't think, I I think that um, by and large, the general public is not fully aware of what that uh, action is. And, you know, when you give it a little name like swatting, you know, people can just, you know, they, they assign whatever, you know, description to that that they want, and uh, I think many people don't realize just how intense and just how dangerous those types of situations can be. So it's it's uh, you know it's really good to know that you guys are are safe and uh, everything after that situation.
1: Well, it wasn't a good situation. It's a situation that I would hope no Missourians would go through. Um, but the bright part about it was that the Jefferson City Police Department did a phenomenal job. They were professional. They were firm. They were calm. They were a lot calmer than I was. And um, I'm just uh, so thankful that we have a well-trained police force that would uh, deal with something the way they did. And I'm sorry they had to. I'm sorry that Someone called in and said that uh, I'd shot my shot and killed my wife and shot my some of my kids. And, you know, I really worry about the fact that there were other people that needed the police when they thought they had to come to my house to stop a very violent situation, but uh, really thankful for how the Jeff City police handled it.
0: yeah. and as we were talking about yesterday, yeah, uh, this is this swatting, this this action. Has been and kind of started on the internet, it, particularly with live streamers on websites like YouTube and Twitch, and you know people trying to uh, uh, you know watch a live stream and and call the police and get you know take I guess some kind of pleasure in watching their you know something that they did you know play out live on uh, on a live stream. So it's kind of been in that internet culture is where this started. It's very scary to me, and uh, again, dangerous that this is now crossing over into a, a a more mainstream action. And I know it's very difficult to track these people, but if when we do catch them, I certainly hope that the maximum force of the law is brought down on on people who commit these these actions because people can get killed from from swatting. Uh, and they have been killed. And so we need to stop
1: it. The person that swatted can get hurt and then if police think they're going to a swatted incident and yet it truly is a real hostile situation they might get hurt. Um yeah. so it is dangerous for both police officers and for the people who are swatted. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Talking to Missouri Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft uh, also wanted to uh talk to you about uh, you're, you're in the headlines today after uh, an interview on CNN yesterday and I I think that uh you know have having seen the interview and uh read a lot of the stories um uh, there's there's a lot of of misinformation at least in my opinion a, uh, a description of events that isn't uh, quite accurate um, uh, I, there's other things I want to talk to you about as we go through this conversation so uh, you know I just want to kind of uh, speed through some of these but uh, I, I'm sure that you have seen that same reaction throughout the day. I just wanted to kind of uh, uh, clear up some of the maybe misconceptions about that uh, when it comes to, The presidential ballot in the state of Missouri, this conversation that we've seen play out in Colorado and Maine and other states about taking Donald Trump off the ballot and the legality of all of that. What is your what is your opinion of that and whether that should be happening or not throughout the country and,
1: of course, in the state of Missouri? I think it's terrible i think that what maine did what colorado did were terrible they took an individual off the ballot without due process that should never happen secretaries of state election authorities should not be able to make that decision. That decision should have to be made in a court of law with due process and that's why the Supreme Court has to step in and stop this. Because if they don't, then that same standard will be applied equally to Republicans and Democrats and that's not good for our country.
0: A lot of headlines say that you uh, have threatened to take Joe Biden off the ballot in the state of Missouri. It, is that is that true and what is the and what is the what is your opinion in that? <laughs> In that regard,
1: all I have said is that if those are the rules that we play by, if the Supreme Court says no, as a Secretary of State, you have a responsibility to take people off the ballot just because of allegations, then it's not going to stop with, with Donald Trump. It's going to be applied to everyone equally, and we will all regret that maneuver. Yeah. We should not have Secretaries of State doing that, and we should not remove people based on allegations alone.
0: I think it's so important to... To clear that up, because, uh, you know, when you say something like, uh, hey, if it's if if secretaries of states can remove a presidential candidate due to allegations, what's to stop me or any other secretary of state of taking Joe Biden off the ballot? And that is a much different statement. And I'm not saying that's exactly what you said, but that is a much different statement and a much different opinion than threatening to remove a candidate from the ballot it's a they're, 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 those are two very different things in my opinion
1: well i think it shows how wrong what they did to donald trump is when the when the liberals and the democrats wait well, no, no you can't use that same standard on us no that's the point of our government we're supposed to have the same standard mm-hmm. for everyone Secretary, Mr. Secretary, whenever we look at things like the word impeachment, when we look at the things like insurrection, we're seeing a lot of the Democrats use this language. In fact, I saw a clip of AOC on one of the Sunday morning shows, I believe it was on MSNBC, saying that now Republicans are weaponizing the idea of impeachment when it comes to <laughs> President Biden. What are your thoughts on someone like AOC saying, having the audacity to say something like this? Well, she has no credibility she has no sense of right and wrong this is someone that has been in league with supporting palestinian terrorists over uh jewish civilians that just want to live in peace uh it is scary that she has been elected to congress but unfortunately i think she actually represents the part of new york she comes from
0: (laughs) uh mr secretary right before we were talking to you we were talking to our friend karen fessler who is a Republican political strategist in the state of Iowa? Of course, the uh, Iowa caucus is just yes. days away, um, and for I think a lot of a lot of people across the country, the only time that they say the word caucus or even think about caucusing is when we're talking about the Iowa caucus. But there is uh, that is going to be the uh, the, the the new uh, primary system here in the state of Missouri. And I know that, uh, that you are on a, a mission to make sure that, that voters across the state are informed and understand what is happening with our primary process this week or this year. Um, so, uh, I wanted to give you an opportunity to uh, get that message out and, and, um, and get that information to, uh, the people listening.
1: Well, I really appreciate it. The uh, Missouri State Senate in 2022 amended the election bill uh, to get rid of the uh, presidential preference primary. So this year, the state will not be running the selection process for the presidential nominees. That will be done individually by whatever rules they create by the Missouri Republican Party, the uh, Missouri Democrat Party, and the Missouri Libertarian Party. We have contact information for all of those parties up on our website and a little bit of information that they have sent us about how they will be choosing their presidential nominees. I want to encourage every Missourian to reach out to which of those parties pertains to them to find out how they can be involved. Uh, The first involvement possible is for Republicans on March 2nd. Uh, Democrats are meeting after the Republicans about uh, two-thirds of the way through March, but I want the people of Missouri to call the statewide organizations, find out how they can be involved, and make sure their voice is heard and they're part of picking the next president of the United States.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, especially right now, we're, it, as we were talking to Karen, as we've talked to people across the country, I think that more and more people are are participating and voting in primaries and, and you know, being politically active, and one of the things that um, I think is a worry or uh, maybe a a, a a allegation when it comes to caucuses is that it limits participation and again i know this this, this was not your decision this isn't something that you did or even necessarily supported but it, it, you're also you know uh, you, you know talking to voters on a, on a regular basis what has been um uh what what is the what was the the reason for this switch and how are uh, Missouri citizens reacting to it. It, it, it. Are they excited
1: about it? Yeah, I, I think it was done. Uh, there were concerns about the fact that Democrats could vote in the Republican primary and Republicans could vote in the Democrat primary and the vice versa with the Libertarian Party. So I think... There were people that liked the idea of having a caucus where Republicans voted in the Republican uh, selection process, Democrats in the Democrat process. I think they liked the idea of saving $10 million for the taxpayers. Uh, There were concerns about when the races were. We had the uh, presidential primary and the uh, municipal elections were close enough together that that caused problems. I think there was also a hope that if we moved the the selection process forward, uh, it's right now before Super Tuesday, Wednesday, that presidential candidates would say, hey, we need to go to Missouri to get those delegates. The hope was that it would make Missouri more important in the process. Um, having said that, I don't think that that's been messaged well by the parties or by the, the Senate really that pushed this change. Um, I do think there are concerns about whether or not people will be able to participate. You know, if you're one of our finest young men or women that Uncle Sam has sent across the world, how do you participate in a caucus as opposed to a primary? So I think there will be a lot of discussion after this to decide if this is the, the direction we want Missouri to continue in or if we want to move back to a primary and actually make it a primary where the people's votes take the actual delegates.
0: Uh, almost out of time, so I hope we can get you back on sometime really soon. We're talking to Missouri Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft. Uh, last question for now. It, I know that uh, obviously election integrity has been a big conversation throughout the country, and it's something that you have worked very hard on uh, here in the state of Missouri. Are there any um, uh, any any changes or any information in that regard uh, that people should know about? That uh, uh, you know that. It it affects this coming election that maybe wasn't a part of previous ones.
1: You know, there haven't been any new changes since 2022, but I've talked to legislators that are interested in helping us to make our audit process. Stronger to make sure that from a statutory standpoint, when we do those audits, that has to be a hand count of the ballots. We've looked at making uh, voter registrations expire. We're looking at trying to require citizenship to re- proof of citizenship to register and to vote. All sorts of things like that we can do to make our elections more secure and have Missouri continue to lead the nation as the gold standard for elections. And what
0: is the best way for people to keep up with everything that you're working on there in your office and also? Obviously, with the campaign, uh, if they want to keep up with Jay Ashcroft, how they do it
1: on the, the official side, Missouri, M.O., S.O.S., MOSOS, Missouri Secretary of State or S.O.S. dot G.O.V. on the unofficial side. Ashcroft for Missouri or at J. Ashcroft Mo. Thank
0: Great you so stuff. much. Yeah, Mr. Secretary, and I'll make Thank sure you. to tell uh, Vic Porcelli that you once again said that I was your favorite Italian here at News Just Talk. Yesterday. wish him a
1: happy birthday. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Mr. Secretary. Thank you, Thanks for your time. Hope Thank to talk you. to you again
0: soon. Thank you. Great stuff there from uh, the Secretary of State. And, man, I'm actually... It, it, we got through a lot there.
1: Oh my gosh. He's got yeah. a lot going he's, on. Yeah, he's been very busy. There's a and lot happening with yeah, him. Yeah,
0: I'm glad that we talked about that uh that interview. What perfect timing to have mm-hmm. him on right after that interview uh yesterday because uh I'm not saying it was it, it was a great interview on either side, but uh the a lot of the reports that are out yeah, there and there are a lot are mm-hmm. not uh not uh, a true characterization of of, of that conversation or what happened all right that's going to do it for us today Columbo and Katie back tomorrow at 2 o'clock don't forget to keep it right here for the O'Reilly Report next then the Tim Jones and Chris Arp show at 4 and then Larry Connors USA at 6 thank you so much for listening to us and supporting us here at 101.9 and 941 News Talk STL <laughs>